This episode of the Colton Culture Podcast is presented by Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source of premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle and Portland shops, you'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. Real people offering real service. Use code ColtCulture10 to get 10% off at www.thunderroadguitars.com. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can now get an additional 30% off if you go to distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. That's distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. Or you can get it in the App Store. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now, on sale, and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Colton Culture listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10. F-R-E-T-1-0, that's code FRET10 at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Welcome to Colton Culture, Episode 3, with Yung Sing. We're going to talk about being a band from Mexicali and touring in the United States and politics that surround both countries and border relations, um, musicianship, and a bunch of other stuff. So here we are with Yung Sing, um, one of my best and dearest friends, um, bandmate, uh, ex-bandmate for All Leather. Um, he sings in silent. Um, you have other projects going on. What would you? What else are you doing? First of all, hola. Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm doing that. right now. Silent. Um, I'm really focusing that right now. And I used to do old leather, like um, with you, <laughs> and um, in the, oh, some of their bands in the past, like Maniki Laser, and I, I did this solo project called Skim. It's like uh, some like experimental electronic like project I did. Initially we met you were a drummer and singer for Maniki Laser. Yes. But you're not drumming anymore? Not drumming anymore. Now um I'm really focused right now on on silent. I mean it's my, my priority I'm gonna say like right now. So we're we're writing a new record actually. We've got like some new tracks right there. So we're I'm I'm really into it right now. So when we do the Colton Culture stuff the podcast and even before we did the podcast we do these like little snippets i would i would always try to focus on talking about the things that like weren't obvious like i don't want to talk to you about music let's talk about this other thing but i do want to ask you about some stuff related to to your bands um but mainly i guess let's just talk about silence since that's your main project but i feel like you've taken a turn musically because it seems so different um your vocal style is so much different than how you sang when you were in silent how do you what do you attribute to that, or why, or how? And well, the the thing is, uh, um, with Salon is the whole thing is different. I mean, when we start writing the essential reviews, is or or like our last record or our first record, we did. Um, we start writing me and Alex, and the whole thing, the whole music, just like gave me a path to do it. You know, like I, I tried a different style of singing, uh-huh. and it's like now this, this, 
doesn't sound right or, or cool or good, or, uh-huh. you know. And then I try this, and I try like higher pitch, and then middle, and then I, I try this like lower thing. It's like, well, that's it. Yeah. And then it fits. I try to to find a, a, a different way to sing because I don't want to sound like my older band, and because the, the this project is totally different, uh-huh. and I and I try to be, to be a, a different singer for this, and that's how I start singing like this. It's great. I was shocked <laughs> so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like it's weird because people like came to me and said like I didn't know you can sing like this. Yeah, I didn't either. Or like nah, you're, like <laughs> you're, you're good, man. Uh-huh. Like oh, thank you. How, yeah. how I didn't long did that take to feel comfortable and happy with what you wanted? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I I started like like singing. Um, I tried at the beginning when when we made like like the first like. Four songs. I started singing, and I was like, "No, this is so right." Like higher pitch. Like yeah, like scream, like regular, like, like kind of re- like, uh-huh. like I tried like screaming, uh-huh. and I tried all this, and I was like, "No, no, no," because the music to me is like, um, I don't know, like darker, mm-hmm. and and I, and and I thought in my mind, like, "Well, this this song can be singing by a, a gentleman." <laughs> I think that's how I I think, and I was uh-huh. like, "Well, let's try to sing like a." Like, like a, a gentleman, like a gentleman, like Frank Sinatra. I'm in love. Yeah. With <laughs> well, I mean, like a, a lower, like like voice to be, because the the whole the, the whole music to me is like a, like really atmospheric. Like is the word yeah, it's yeah. atmospheric and 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 I think it's it's kind of like um it can put you into something. And I and I try to do the same thing with the voice. Sure, and, and I guess uh, the music even in Manic Laser or all other was also atmospheric in a different atmosphere yeah. and so it kind of made sense yeah okay that's interesting but let's so let's talk about more about the the um the substance that's behind the new silent record because for me like my my relationship with you we met when the locust toured with manic laser and yeah, you know we got you to play in all leather once our first drummer quit and it was strange to me to to kind of see this um your your lifestyle is a lot different because you'd have to travel here and it wasn't like you know me rehearsing with someone from Los Angeles it was me rehearsing with someone from another country mm-hmm. you know and it was crazy because <laughs> i mean i think it caused a lot of problems um probably more so with other people that we um played with yeah. than 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 me but like your timing and when you were able to get here because you would get stuck at the border and you know things like that but even in even in recent times when retox and silent went on tour it was always an issue of of you being in the united states illegally and touring so i know this is like a, <clears throat> a very large topic to kind of address but i want to know like how it is for you as a musician and then as an artist um uh, being from Mexico and trying to, you know, the word successful is such a strange uh, thing to, uh, word yeah. to use, but it, it, okay, for be- lack of better words, be a successful musician and be able to play in the United States, but also like what there's the content to, to silent and the cover of your record and the name of the album and some of the, the, the lyrics that you write and stuff. I mean, I'm sure it, it, you know, art is, is a reflection of the world that you live in, you know? So Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yes. Everything was like, um, like a chain. You know, you got all these little pieces and start like make build something. Sure. And and we remember we we start like like writing a record and then we we was there in Mexico for sure and and we and all these news about like Donald Trump like be like it's gonna be the president and. He you would go to elections and stuff like that, and we was like, "Whoa, this is gonna be kind of like 
odd or weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, but can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, because no, do you think things changed? Because, I mean... Okay, it like became like a little bit more open and obvious for for like people to, like neo fascists to be openly neo fascist. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the Klansmen kind of could take their hoods off and be like, "Hey, I'm here and I'm still a fucking asshole," you know. <laughs> yeah. But you were you were dealing with a whole other set of things, like because I remember like. I think it was Chinese stars were in San Diego and they were supposed to play in Mexicali and there was the beheading of the police chief um, in Mexicali yeah. and they were so scared to go there. And I was like, uh, and I was trying to tell him like, you guys are the, probably the only people that would be safe there, you know? Yeah. So, no, no, I, I mean like, um, it's like, an, like, um, I, I'm not gonna say or, or like try to talk about like, Oh, Mexicali is not dangerous. Uh-huh. It's a good place. I mean, it's a good place, but it, we have this side of people sure. was doing about like the drug cartels and the drugs like actually like a couple of months ago like I think two months ago um, is this like diner there in Mexicali and it, it, people used to go there not anymore like like well people still go but not the bunch of people uh-huh. but um, some dude just drove there like he took out of his car Fucking kill like five people, uh-huh. like uh-huh. like, like a drug cartel. Yeah, uh-huh. would, no, it, there's like young guys, like uh-huh. 22, uh-huh. 23 years, but they're like like a like a dealers, like okay. small dealers. Sure, uh-huh. but um, he the the guy shot like um, it's like a small like, dog. Yeah, around. like five person, and he killed three, and two were like mm. wounded. Wow, but it was like um, and a, a couple of friends were, were there. Uh huh. You know that's how we roll. Yeah. Like, and and then after that a week after that, this like like guy from the government was eating in a in a restaurant and then some dude came there and boom he shot him but uh-huh. he missed it he missed him yes <laughs> and it's weird wow. like, like but uh-huh. we're dealing with that kind of thing yeah. and then we got this thing like because some of the people in Mexicali work um at, at the U S and, and and it's a lot of like people like like transit like uh-huh. like people like going back and forth yeah, to yeah. the states but right now it's so hard you know because they ask a lot of questions it's fucking bullshit. i don't know yeah. i'm just saying but today i came here and we did like two hours line you know yeah and, and i'm not like complaining about it but a couple of years ago it was kind of like easier huh but so it, even when you were playing in all leather it was easier well, kind of, you uh-huh. know, it's because to be, to be in, I mean, in all leather, I, I, I remember I loved to play with all leather, but it was kind of hard, you know, and, and all this like money things and sure? stuff like, cause we use uh, the pesos, you know, and we, we have to exchange the money to dollars uh-huh. and the dollar is expensive now. Like right now in like, like a, a month ago, $1 means like 20 pesos and it's like Nothing. crazy. Yeah. The, the minimum wage in, in Mexicali is like um, $2 per hour uh-huh. wow I think less than that yeah yeah it's crazy and it's hard but um, the thing is like we, we like to do music and it's the only way we can do it put like a double effort of it so do you think that your the music that you created in Maniquee Laser is drastically different than the music you're creating now with Silent yes Yes, because in, I mean, maybe like maybe sonically or the sound, but like no, what about but the, the lyrics every, or the I, message? Everything, the, the lyrics and the feeling. Uh-huh. Because I, 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 when I played with Manic Laser, we were like like punk kids. Uh-huh. You know? We're punk, and we were trying to to play music and 
to have fun. I mean, not like the eighties, but to, but there was still be, like, but some, it's still something uh, because we like there was still angst. Yeah, and, we were know, angry yeah. all the time, even. No, but like angst, like you were still like you had like a more. I don't know, like now it seems like very. There is a lot of intensity and silent, but it's very somber and it's very yeah. dark and Be- serious. And yeah, before because, it was like not quite because because I mean we were like like we tried to 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 tell something to people in manic lights or to be more like when I'm saying like punk and be like oh and and, and show our rage. Fuck you! But now I think we're trying to be serious about it because mm. we're a grown up. Yeah, mature. Like, yeah sure. more mature you know you fucking cockroach and we 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 saw like everything like around us like even when we're going to pay something and to buy something on or how hard it is to live so if we're gonna say it we're, we're trying to figure it out how to say it and to be this is not a joke sure let's do it our style and how we do it and the way how we can do music, but let's do this thing like serious. Like uh, we're not we're we're not playing. So like when you know like fans of of Maniky Laser could could essentially like look at it or not even fans people that are just that would like mm-hmm. c- experience like Maniky Laser could kind of like say oh it's that's it was like kind of cute right it wasn't as like serious yeah. and now I feel like with what you're doing is yeah. is very serious and like it's more of a mature way to say like. The same, a similar message, but with ma- well, well, maturity. Well, I think yes, kind of <clears throat> similar, but the way we're saying it right now, I think even if it's more mellow, the music is more mellow. I think it's more aggressive. You think mm-hmm. the, the silence like, more like, mellow? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, a little bit. Not not mellow. I mean the tones, uh-huh. or probably the, the it's like it's not that fast. Okay, you remember we made yeah, like, yeah. So we're more faster uh-huh. and, and 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 louder. Yeah, sure. But okay. here is like more in. It's, we we we're trying to do with intensity uh, to see like it's it's like when you're fighting with a kid and if you're a kid and you're fighting with another kid you're gonna be like yelling and hey, dude, I'm gonna punch you in the face but when you talk with an adult he's gonna tell you like sit down here we we need to talk <laughs> uh-huh. and you and you got more scared about that. Yeah. Even if some kid told you like I'm gonna hit you in the face you're gonna be like fuck you hit yeah, me in the face. Sure okay. But if you're like adult come to you and say like sit down here please for a minute you're gonna be like holy shit I'm in trouble yeah that's how uh-huh. we want to try to do like okay. like dude this is not a game this is, is something is happening uh-huh. and, and, and and all the lyrics are changing too we might look at later we talk about like kind of stuff like that but now I'm sitting and I see all around the thing is this new song from the new record it's called like trust no god and this, uh, I, I wrote this, like, this lines. It said, like, um, nobody can steal what we have. Nobody can steal what we made. Because uh, that's, like, from, like, the people who work there. I mean, this thing about, like, Trump and thing. It was like, mm-hmm. nobody, dude. And it was said, like, no wall can stop us. Mm-hmm. No rules can control us. That's how we, that's the, all the things what we do now. Like, we're going to say it, like, I'm writing about, like, actual things. Not like things from the past or from the future. Yeah, like, sure. No, now. it's like this is happening now. Whoa. So let's talk about this now. Uh-huh. Probably and, in a couple of years, somebody shot Trump in the, in the head, and I want to talk about it. Uh-huh. Or probably he's gonna be fucking king of the world. And I, but I don't know. Yeah. But I I I want to talk about the present because is 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 dangerous for everybody. Not only 
the U.S. government. I mean, in everywhere. Sure. Everywhere is um, is crazy. It's crazy how I don't know. I'll, I'm I'm trying to look on the internet every day to see like okay, let's see how is it or like when when I get my computer to check my email or to do some like social network you know about the bands or stuff. I saw like dude, what the every every day is mm -hmm. something you see and and makes you upset every day. You can uh, open your computer or, or or watch news and say so like, oh, everything is cool. Yeah, oh, I'm it's... going. To, I'm going to get some coffee and everything's cool. No, yeah. every day. Yeah. And it, do you think it makes like a general? Um layer of anxiety you know for everybody yeah. well i don't even know if it's for everybody but at least for people that are kind of aware of things or, that are or for people who cares about the world or <clears throat> yeah. or or even your where you live sure i mean you know or president is um is this two people i want to know the, the worst president we had like in a whole time in mexico yeah uh -huh. right now <laughs> yeah, right now uh -huh. yes is dude that guy isn't is an idiot. Uh -huh. Like I can, I can say it. I think we can say it for ours. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but the thing is, like, well, we're 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 going bad. Uh -huh. And I know all the people from Mexico can say the same thing. It's a it's a strange thing because okay, so I don't want to go too. You know, I don't want to like go down the political wormhole, yeah. but I feel like um, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, it, it's weird because the previous administration for the United States, um, you know, there was a lot of really fucked up shit like illegal drone strikes and like thousands and thousands of people are getting killed, that, yeah. like civilians, you know, and and none of the people that are uh, on the liberal side of the spectrum seem to really care. Like Obama was fine. But I mean, is he is Obama better than Trump? Yes. But, but it's the system yeah. and it's the system that keeps all these things in place yeah, and the course. system that controls other parts of the world or yes. the world in general. And so that was something that I feel like, you know, because I feel like if, if um, I mean, you know, if let's say Hillary Clinton won, it would kind of keep these this like mediocrity, you know, yeah. like everyone be like, oh, it's cool. And there'd still be the same kind of shit happening. This in and, and it's still the same sort of relationship with the border. I mean, I think it needed to get bad for people to be like, you know what? Fuck this! Like we're gonna yeah. have to react. And 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 nothing is is gonna happen at some point. People people in in the states, they're really into it now. Mm -hmm. They're watching every move. But not enough though. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. But but well, it's something, and 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 it's, it can be like a domino thing. Sure. You know, like a, uh -huh. see if we, if if another people see people doing it and it's gonna be hey yeah hey yeah he's right and but you would have gonna start doing it you would have expected it like with george w bush's second yeah but but term. It, it, you, do you know about the russian guy the neo-nazi russian guy in mexico you know you don't hear that no. uh, it's crazy no. it was this russian neo-nazi guy like he's a Russian citizen. It's or a Russian from Russia. Okay, uh -huh. but it was a, a, a neo-Nazi, neo and he lives in Mexico. He lives. He moves to Mexico, uh -huh. and he uploads videos every day talking shit about Mexican people, uh -huh. like with the with the with his computer open, uh -huh. with a swastika wallpaper, uh -huh. and he's like like really really talk shit about Mexican people in, in Spanish. It, no, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm dude, joking. In, sorry, in English. <laughs> but it was like it was like what he's doing it with his phone. He started like taking a video for for people. Where in Mexico like, was he? In Cancun, uh, you know. And uh -huh. he was like, "Oh, look at those monkeys and stuff like that." Uh -huh. And then people just got really upset, and they went to his house, 
and they fucking beat the shit out of him. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. like people, like, no, like some dudes, no, like, the, like civilian, regular like, civilians, like regular yeah. civilians, uh-huh. like, like the city uh-huh. went there at his house and they almost kill him. He killed two. He killed two guys with the. They he stopped them with a knife, but then they they give him like with um bat mm-hmm. a bat mm-hmm. and like throw him rocks to his house dude that was fucking crazy because people is fucking like tired of that shit yeah yeah but they like how you say when when people like try to um is a uh, like a, a amount of people like awesome <laughs> oh, but in, in, in spanish is uh, linchamiento okay like uh, a lynch mob right yeah that, okay yeah, yeah. Th- it was a lynch uh-huh. mob to him wow because people is tired of that shit. Yeah, I mean, you do sort of see that here. You know, um, what's his name? Richard Spencer, Spice, right? You know, the the guy that got punched in the face on uh, there's like a there was like a social media. Um, I didn't know. About okay, that. well, same sort of similar thing, I suppose. You yeah. know, it, it's it's like um, it's like the whole like Breitbart mindset where you have these like sort of neo fascist neo Nazis, mm-hmm. and it's and it's acceptable for some reason to some extent and it, and and people are getting fed up but it's different in the states because i don't think you could get away with going and like fucking up someone yeah. you know unless you're co- cover your identity the thing that happens there in cancun it was like what i saw the news and i said what like how is a new like a russian new nazi uh-huh. living in fucking mexico and doing all this thing people just got upset and went to her to his house and fucking bit the shit out of him yeah I was like, whoa, like people, I, I, I just thought like, dude, this is crazy. People is really tired. But there's a different, I don't mean any disrespect to Mexico, yeah, but yeah. there's, there's a sense of lawlessness there. Yeah, of course. Here, but, it's like everything's surveillanced and everything goes know, to court. You I know, know, I know so. but there is no law anymore. I know, I know. It's not yeah. law anymore. Yeah. Like people is, 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 is hungry, uh-huh. is dying, is... He's tired, is upset. Sure, but here the there's the there's no nobody is able to have the guts to go do that. That's you know that's the thing because we we got like we're being fucked up for so many years. Uh-huh. So this is like this is not new. So but about like all this thing and all the racist thing is happening on the on, on the social network and stuff. Like people is kind of like no, like no, we're not, we're not like fucking the guys with the sombrero and we're not you cannot come to our country and tell us I've fucking been here like fuck you man we're gonna beat you we're gonna kill you we're gonna you know it's crazy it's huh. crazy like and and besides that we got our president who's fucking taking all the money from the country for our country and and doing just bad things all the drug cartels are still working there and doing that and it's, it's nothing happening it's just be there. Well, do you think that the admin- the current U.S. administration's stance against illegal immigration and against border relations, mm-hmm. do you think it really is a, a stance? Or do you think it's like, a, I, I feel like it was just a ploy to, to sort of like ignite the, uh, you know, the the inspiration in like the white working class, you know, the people that felt disenfranchised in America. He's like, we're going to, cause it, it's, it's this whole concept of hating downwards. Yeah. So like who can the white working class hate the poorer Mexicans, right? Like that's, they're below them. So let's hate them instead of like, what is our fucking government? Like we need to change the, and so there's like this sort of like misperception, misconception yeah. of what is 
a power because what it is it's trump instilling or whatever the mindset of these people such as the administration we have now instilling this idea that they're the problem it's just like muslims it's like oh the muslims are the terrorists it's the fucking white people it's americans that are the terrorists they're the ones that created ISIS. They're the ones that funded bin Laden. Yeah. So these are kind of like things that... Well, there's a lot of theories about it, you know, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't talk about that because I'm not living that, you know? I'm, I'm not here in the country and I'm not there in the Middle East. I'm, 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 I can I can talk about like what, what I'm seeing like, but there's places every in, day. Sure, but there's places in Texas that are along the border and yeah. that the people in the United States that are like saying that you can not build a wall. No. It, because there's a lot of things that people that the administration didn't consider. A lot of it is um the like environmental aspects of it, you know, like just like building a wall through a river or like you know like the wildlife not being able to no. you know move yes. from one area to yes. another. So and and, and that he, I I don't I don't know is is if that thing is gonna happen, like, is is it been like a couple of years? It, people are talking about that wall, you know. <laughs> and we actually have a wall now. It's not a wall, but it's a fence, and it's really tall. <laughs> and and to me, it's it's, it's it's I don't know. I I I grew up with that, and installed that like fence or like every day of my life well it's interesting to think about i mean uh, okay so it's like theorizing but like there's like the whole idea of of the reagan administration and the the war on drugs you know and and Mm -hmm. and that was the first thing where they were like the the u.s government this is a conspiracy to some um it's it's you know pretty i mean you can research it and 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 look into it yourself but the the american government the u.s government was bringing drugs into the ghettos to keep people down so that was like the sort of i mean it goes back to even like uh, vietnam you know and it was like so it it is an interesting thing because i feel like what you know for one the the issue with the mexican u.s you know border is what is it because i would you know Trump was saying like they're rapists and murderers and you know it's like well none of it was really <laughs> factual and yeah, and no. a lot of it was just bullshit and to to again to kind of like hype up this thing and to yeah. like get people fired up about something yeah and and and, and fight each other I mean I I'm from Mexico and you're from here and we got a good relationship and we're friends and I don't I never raped anybody <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you know like and and you can know and you know Jose. Fox and you know mm. all these people mm-hmm. and they're good people sure and and, and I think in, in the world it, it can be like good people and bad people you know it's, it's not like oh you're mixing you're bad or you are from the states and you're racist or you're you know it's like um the media moves like the, the pieces to to do something they can create like um the, the ways they want sure to run makes everything. it's sensationalizing yeah. something and then yeah, it sells the media sells ad revenue. Yeah, you know? of course. Like, and how and and because at the beginning it was like this guy is crazy, like Trump is like, whoa, that's that's a racist thing here. But now, I, I think it's like this guy is just a clown. He's a guy who the real leaders like leaders like put in the front. So like, you talk about all this bullshit, and let us work in the back. Mm-hmm. So if you say like, yeah, people like, there's the wall, fuck Mexicans, fuck Muslims. So the people who got like that little thing inside them, they're going to say like, yes, 
fuck them. Mm-hmm. And we can start all this. We can build all this thing, mm-hmm. all this like stress or like sort of thing, you know? And so when people is like focus on that, we can start working in other things. Mm-hmm. Can be, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I saw that in Mexico with our government every time. Yeah, I think every six years. It's interesting because have you have you been to Europe? Never been. Because I wonder what it would, I mean, I wonder what the response would be to a Mexican ban in Europe because there isn't a sense of no hostility. No, no. I, I think uh, a couple of friends, uh, they're Mexican uh, and, and they play, they are Mexican bands, play there. And they, the people from Europe, love them like, uh-huh. like, like a, like a human beings, like, yeah. like a person, not like a musician, but like a person. <laughs> and 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 they always say like, oh, people from states, I hate them, yeah. but you're from Mexico, you're cool. <laughs> like what? I've been in Europe and have I've said I was Canadian uh, to avoid getting beat up. Wow. You see? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. That's yeah. what I heard. Uh-huh. And I don't know why, but um. What about when we went to Canada? Oh, you remember? You just walked right in. And- yeah, I, I, we went. I remember some <laughs> tour with old leather, and we went to Canada. And you had a drum set and yeah, a I got suitcase. Yeah, in, in, in a suitcase. And obviously, my last name is, is like Mexican, and my first name and and my middle like last name is like Chinese. So I went there and it's like, oh, what is your name? Like. Okay, this is my name. It's Jung Sang. He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, well, I came to play a show. And I said, like, okay. And then I looked back and I said, like, oh, where's Justin and Nathan? And they went to a second, yeah. like. We were detained <laughs> for hours. Detained, like, for, they got you for, like, um, three hours, right? It, it was it was at least two. But the weird thing was we both had, um, you know, him and I had criminal records. And so we had to pay, like, an extra to get into Canada wow. but it, the crazy thing was like we were sitting there in this room and there was um, two things happened this woman got busted for um, somehow smuggling illegal jewels like okay. ju- jewelry and stuff oh yeah and it was insane uh, she had a ton of jewelry and it was all it was somehow it, it was illegal I don't know how I mean we just could only overhear certain things um, the other thing was a, a guy got busted for bringing in cocaine he had like a, a lot of cocaine and I think mm-hmm. maybe pills too but and so we're sitting there going like, God, we're, we're like lumped in with these people. But it was a really interesting thing to think about the, the border relations, like getting into Mexico. I mean, we weren't treated too badly. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they kind of like they, they, they weren't they were pretty shitty to us, but it wasn't like a big deal. But I could only imagine what it must, you know, feel like, like the fear or the anxiety. I, I, I mean, I can't even imagine actually, you know, like what it must feel like for people from Mexico coming into the United States, yeah. especially illegal immigrants coming through with a, a much different purpose. You know, like yeah. we're going through to play music. We have uh, a show booked. There's, there's some sort of like, um, dynamic in, in, yeah. within a booking agent or a promoter, like a, 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 an illegal immigrant coming to work for a shitty wage to feed their family back in Mexico has so much fear and anxiety. I couldn't believe it. You know, I, I couldn't even imagine how it must feel. So it was such a strange thing to think about the dynamic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird you're talking about this because to me it was different. I feel really cool for the first time across yeah, the border yeah. and people yeah. say like, oh, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I come in and I was like, yes, thank you. Because I'm not like a, like a rapist and I'm not trying to like... What were the things that you were a rapist and a, and a murderer? And a murderer. And or, I something don't know. else. I'm just 
yeah. came. I want to know all the things that Trump said. What are you going to do here? And it's like, well, I'm going to play music. And said, oh, awesome. And that was it. Cool. Yeah. And that's it. Where are you going to play? And I said, like, well, in this, um, uh, I don't remember, in this uh, festival or mm. best all thing. And Whistler. Whistler, yeah. British Columbia. And I said, and bam, that's it. That's the only thing yeah. they said. And, and to me, it was different. You said, like, well, for the first time, you feel, you felt. Um, yeah. The thing is like all this, but I still didn't thing. even feel. You know what? Yeah, like when we sat course, there, it's not the same. But we still had this like, as as like a U.S. citizen, I had this sense of arrogance. Like you know what? Fuck these people. I'm gonna get in here. Yeah. You know, but I I highly doubt someone saying that coming into the United States getting detained. Yeah, but but we were certain. I was like, yeah, so yeah of you know, like, they gonna give yeah, me like. In. You know, our whole thing was like, fuck these people. They're taking up my valuable time, which whatever. And then and they're <laughs> going to make us pay like a couple hundred bucks. Like, but I had this like sense of arrogance. You see, it's just different because people, some people in Mexico, if the border patrol told them like, no, you'll tell them like, no, you cannot cross. They they cry because they or just... because they have family here. Yeah. Or sometimes they're like, like they pay money sure. to people like to help them to yeah. cross. The coyotes would the just, coyotes yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, it's weird because how people are like, fuck this, I'm going to Mexico and I'm going to cross the border for sure. Uh -huh. They're going to let me in. But people yeah. in Mexico are like, please God, let me in. So have you ever had a problem where you just weren't allowed to come here? Just one time thing. <laughs> they use like the dogs to smell. One time this dog smelled me like... Like really, really like bad, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And like, I don't, I don't have any drug on me, uh -huh. or like, I don't even use drugs. And they took me to this like little room, and they asked me like, "Where are you going?" And I'm, well, I'm going to San Diego, and we're well to visit a friend. Were, were you going to re rehearse? Or rehearse, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. But I, I cannot say. Yeah, anything. sure. <clears throat> and and I was like, okay, visit a friend, and like, where are your friend lives in San Diego? Which part? And like Golden Hill. Yeah, but you don't bring any drugs and like no. Can you take your shoes off and bam, the mm -hmm. shoes and, and the pants, the shirt, and everything. And I was like, dude, you know I don't have any drugs on me. You know who's the people who got the drugs. You know, like it's just a way. You said that time. to them. No, no. Oh, never. yeah. No, because the, the the thing they they do they they took your visa and they cut it. And they said you can cross anymore. Uh huh. But I, at that point, I need to cross because I. I played yeah. in a band in San Diego and I have to cross every day or not every day, but yeah, like once every yeah, couple know, weeks or whatever. I have to go and, and buy stuff here mm. in the States and stuff like that. But it's weird. It's, it's super weird Be, because, because people is, is really scared about the, the, the guys who are in the border. So what do you think about like if you were on tour, let's say you were like, you know, in New York or something. And, and I mean, I'm sure there's you know immigration police active there now right you know i mean they're everywhere so like i mean yeah we're, if, if if we're there playing can they just be like you're get we're sending you home right now like yeah. detaining you and they, then they're gonna you home? give you they're gonna like took us to jail now huh do you, you know it, that happening to people like not right in like san well, diego I, or I, I, I heard um this like this band from italy got deported on side by Southwest. oh yeah, yeah i heard that in another wow. band but um if if i'm going on tour right now and they know we're playing there and somebody's gonna pay us some money, it's like working here. Yeah. So we're gonna be in jail. It's crazy because um I remember going again, going to Canada and, and you know, it's usually 
Well, in the back in the past, we'd have like a fake recording contract, and we'd and then it was like before the internet, you know, and they would like call a number and it'd be like some kid's house phone, but hooked up to an answering machine, saying like, "Oh, you've reached this studio," and the, uh, you know, like it's like a fake thing, like, "Oh, we're going to go record a record, we're going to spend money in your country," and then that's yeah. and they're cool with that. But now it's with the internet. But I remember like being held at the at the border, I think with the locust or or yeah, I must have been with the locust or some girls because it, it was weird. We were all in this room and and they're like. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have a, a strategy. So we're sitting there for a long time, and it's late at night, and they're like, you know, all right, who's you know, Justin Pearson? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, me, you know, and they're like, how do you like that Dan Armstrong bass? And I'm like, what the fuck? How do they know what kind of bass I have? And they're like, you know, th this is like the day of the internet. So, you know, they're Googling everything, and they're like, and they're like, oh, you're on Wikipedia. Like, you know, we looked up your name and you're listed as like a, you play the Dan Armstrong bass, and, and the guy's like, I have a Dan Armstrong too. And I was like, oh, cool you know and i'm just like oh my god please don't see like you know the what like the retox mature, mature science video or something where we're like killing a cop you know or so, you know i'm like oh like oh god it's only art you know and i'm uh but i'm like thinking like they're gonna you know they know everything you know like yeah so like why couldn't someone just be like you're a band from mexico you're yeah, playing this you're doing this tour you know, we, we got some like stuff to to snake you know like do when we didn't never say the the real name of the band that was a good oh thing. yeah, because one time we did it, and they and the, and the, and the officer just took his computer. He's like, "You are this, you are this guy," and I was me playing drums. <laughs> what like, band was it? I would mind kill laser. Did and they? I'm, what happened? No, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, but, but that's my older band." And uh -huh. I'm like, uh, "Okay, no." And it's like, "Was was the name of the band?" It's like mind kill laser. And it's like, "Oh, so you're this guy?" Like, "Oh, oh no, but this band is another band." Uh -huh. I'd play in that and. So what's the real name of this band? I was like, oh, I was just saying another name. It's like, okay, you're, so you're going to play? And I'm like, yeah. Huh. So how much they're going to pay you? No, they're not going to pay us. Yeah. We're going for uh, just some promotion. Promotion. And yeah. it's a friend. And that's it. You remember when we were on tour with Old Leather, we went to a couple of like checkpoints, and I said, like, well, I'm a photographer, and I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to Yeah. yeah. But all they had to do was Google it and they see the photo and they then they see photos of like you and I like making out and shit and they're like, All right, you're going to jail. Yeah, but together. <laughs> you know, because okay, it's a gay stuff. Uh, <laughs> this is a punk band talking shit yeah. about all this uh, shit. <laughs> and this is illegal, this guy. So would you say that you've been successful up to this point? <laughs> By successful um as far as like avoiding I'm successful not like uh, about the money thing uh -huh. or the or the fame. But I'm successful to still here doing it. I think in my friends who's doing it with me, they're successful too. Because we're not, we're not trying, we're not throwing the towel. Even if we know we can be in jail for now for some reason, uh -huh. I, I, I feel like 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 a criminal. But it's not. In the past, if they cut you, they're gonna say like, "Yo, go to your country," and that's it. But now, that's the oh. yeah. And now I heard. Like if you're like doing something illegally, they put you in work camps, yeah. detain <laughs> detainment camps. No, yeah. they do, and you yeah, they, do. Yeah, they hold you I, illegally. But I got my visa. I'm not illegal. Uh -huh. I mean, I can cross, but just I cannot work here. Uh -huh. And and they and they they think well, they think this is a work. Like playing music is work, even if they don't pay you shit. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of us that are on that side of the tracks, the the working class sort of musical. You know, it, it 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 isn't really work if you consider the amount of money we we get paid. If we get paid anything, yeah, you know, dude. we we lose money. But it, it, the point is, like a, a a normal person wouldn't 
be able to understand that. No, 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 yeah. no. And 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 it's people that who's really, really illegally working here. Illegally. Oh yeah, of course. Like, but um, we are musicians, and and if if people say we're we're illegal, I can stand in the side of the illegal thing, you know, because I'm not gonna stop doing this because this is things I like to do, uh-huh. and it's the only thing people how I can like show to people what I think. Or they put you like some like, huh? They they put attention up like, oh, he's what he's saying because the music is cool, but I, let me see what he's saying because he's the only for me is the only way to say like, oh, this is happening in my country and around the, kind of around the world and uh, I don't know. Do you, do you think like when you would tour maybe more so recently with Silent around the U.S. like when 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 you were playing shows, did you ever? end up getting in those conversations with people that didn't yeah. they were like whoa like uh, like what we're talking about like did this we, ever come up we, we, we remember um, I remember when we were on tour with Retox it, it was like kind of like a month tour almost uh-huh. and it was the whole states well, like, a good amount of cities from the states and it's weird because we, we were in, on, on the van or car or whatever we were there and we were talking like dude if somebody got you doing this but I mean, you never engaged in this kind of conversation at a well, show. Well, sometimes people come to me as like, "What do you think about the Trump thing?" Uh-huh. Because at that point, Trump was like, um, he wasn't elected yet. Yeah, but he was like on the run of it, mm-hmm. and and I, and I just said, "Well, for me, it's fucking bullshit. You know, it's no good." And blah blah blah. And people were like, "It's hard doing," and ask me like, "Well, what do you feel?" Deep inside of us, we were kind of like scared, you know, like, "Oh shit, this is not good." But when we play every night, we was like, oh, let's do this thing. Uh-huh. And we were playing like whole, like with the whole thing and trying to do a good every night. And But after that, like, well, this is worth it because we're, n- we're not going to do like that much money or because I, I have my own like, like, like job there in Mexico. Like it's, it's really what, what, what is going to happen if they gut us or like t- took us, take us to jail. And I don't know, but we we fucking did it, and and people talk about us uh, about like the Trump government and what is going to happen if Trump got elected, and I just like I, I don't know we we have like like we're really like big troubles there in in our country too. So what so do you do? Would you it, consider yourself a like? I mean, you wouldn't consider yourself a patriot. Like, are you a proud Mexican? Yes, I am. I am a proud Mexican. But I'm, 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 I'm sometimes I feel like... Um, but you hate your government? Yes. My government, yes. My country and my people, this is a, a, a real shit, you know? These people who who stand there every day and they don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just trying to leave. And I think to live a good life, like a human being. And for, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm really... They're trying proud. to live, not they, leave. They, they, oh, they, yeah, they live. live. Okay. They live like uh-huh. a human being. Like, uh-huh. And... I'm really proud of, of my people, you know, Mexican people, but my country, hmm. my government, I'm saying. My it's, government is like, it's crazy now. And and I feel bad because Mexican people is really tired. It's really, really, really tired. So it's all these weird things that are happening. People is killing each other because it's like, I need the money and I need money and blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And, and they're trying to hustle in so many ways uh-huh. because it's hard to live. What do you feel, Luke, about like, because for me, as a U.S. citizen, I can't, it's hard. I, I would, okay, like, I obvi- I am, I am, I think I'm too far on the left and too radical to say, I'm definitely, I don't even consider myself an American, but like, it's hard to, to relate 
in that mm-hmm. sense. Like, I, I'm not proud of American. Like, I'm not like proud of the people of America. I, I think it's. I think the country's fucked. I think the people are fucked. Sorry. I think. I think too is this with with Mexico and you being proud of being a Mexican and your people. You have a more of like Mexico has like an actual culture. Culture, yeah. And the way I love the Mexican culture, I love the arts, and it's very like family and friend orientated, and you know yeah. the food and. You have a culture here. We kind of really don't. I, you know, the, we don't really have what well, the Fourth of July. The basis of American culture is, is oppression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's weird because um, like like you say, like the family thing mm-hmm. in Mexico is is weird because you're you're gonna you're probably gonna be like twenty eight years and you're gonna still live with your mom. It's weird because yeah. but because the thing is like that, you know, yeah, because uh-huh. the family's like that. But here in the states. Who are thirteen and the thing is like you're going live by yourself. Yeah. Uh, because it's is the culture, it's different. Yeah. Mom's there in, in, in Mexico, they're like, Oh, my mom is like, Oh, mijo, come here, yeah. you know, and you're yeah. stay with your kid until he's thirty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna be and she's gonna be like all like all over you. Yeah. I guess he, American culture would be to give your kid antidepressants and and set them in front of the T V and they'll yeah, that'll be good enough. Yeah, this is like okay, give you a pound, set, and they're gonna give you like a, like a, in your bag, yeah. like a, um, yeah, a pad, like back. a pad in yeah. your bag, and hey, you can go and live your own life. But dude, I'm fucking thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, huh? How how you're gonna show me that? You know, and it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it is an interesting contrast. I, I I um you know I would love to know how it must feel to say like I'm proud of being this. I'm a mutt, and I and I don't identify with American culture in any way, shape, or form. It's because I, I I for one like I don't um I can't fully understand the oppression that this country um, implements on other parts of the world, but I can definitely I'm aware of it, and I can definitely um, feel um, something for it, and I, and I and it, it it's repulsive, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, how do you think that Mexican culture has been able to create this really nice sort of loving thing that you both have have addressed and at the same time have a government that's also part of this oppressive element yeah i mean it's it's, it's weird i I cannot identify with that you Mm -hmm. know i I just know like the only thing you have in mexico to be to 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 get the strength to live is just your family Mm -hmm. because we don't have like a good jobs or like um, mm. a money thing and just the family they have the family is just the, the only thing is a bridge to 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 live a good life you know if, if we don't have money you talk with with your cousin it's like dude i need some money and your cousin gonna say yeah, yeah. i think here in the states you call your cousin hey can i get some money you're gonna say fuck you dude yeah. I have to work you have uh, to work it's crazy too a lot of my uh friend mexican friends in in the states not a lot a, a, a few of them have um, supported their parents yeah. uh, once they became, you know, eighteen or whatever, and and, and paid for their parents um, um, some and, sort of money. There's not a lot of Americans. Um, well, I mean, there are Americans that, but their Mexican um, culture has yeah. like kind of implemented that. Um, but I've never seen like white people <laughs> do that for the no. most part. It's been like you, you know, it's everyone for their own. Yeah, you know, everyone's on their own. Of course, that's that's hard in me. Or hear that in me is like whoa, hmm. you know, because. Sometimes, like, um, I remember my father died. Um, he always talked to me and said, like, are you okay? 
like how's how's your life now like good good do you need some money and like no no i'm okay thank you or sometimes like yes i need some money mm -hmm. and i was like 27 28 mm -hmm. and my mom's like hey do you eat today like <laughs> like uh, uh yes in the morning no no come here i'm gonna give you some something to eat uh -huh. but i i know here the u.s culture is different like yeah. i don't care if he he's fucking 18 yeah it's it's he's fucking um, 16 it's harder not harder like it's um and, sterner more stern or yeah, like less yeah, less loving like, yeah i give you oh. legs just go and walk you know it's like <laughs> something like that right yeah yeah i just mate you so you know you can live uh -huh. it's but there is like it's culture there's you know? there, i think over here too there's so much going on there's so much things like parents want their own lives and it's like you know, there's something as opposed to like Mexico, everything is revolved around your family. Mm -hmm. The mom is cooking three times a day and make sure her kids are yes. eating. As opposed to now moms here, I want to just, you know, here's a cheeseburger from the drive-thru and now let me get back to my Facebook account and stuff yeah. like that Whoa. in my that, life. That's, that's, that's a new thing. There in Mexico is too now about all this social media and stuff tablets and iPhones are the babysitters. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But even before that though, I mean, I grew up and I never had, I yeah. mean, I had TV dinners more than I've ever had cooked meals, you know? Yeah, and it was like, I was, what's it called? Latchkey kid. You know, I'd let myself mm -hmm. in. I would, I would microwave my food and I would watch TV. And that That's was, it. that was my childhood, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for so many like kids. Uh, it's, it's funny know. too, is because I'm half Mexican. My mom is Mexican and my mom always made sure we ate. She always made sure if I was gonna leave somewhere, she, you know, she was very yeah, yeah. Much so you understand like what that. I'm saying? Yeah. I eat it's three totally times a day. different. Yes, day. Yeah. I mean, moms there in Mexico, they they gonna make sure you ate three days, three times a day. Hmm. Yeah. You know, like bam, bam, bam. Like you ate? No. Okay, come here. Come over to our house. Eat something. Yeah. I can give you money if you need to eat. You're like what? Even at, even now, my mom call me sometimes, and I'm 34 now. Call me like, "Do you eat today?" <laughs> yes, I, I I did. Well, so what does she think about what you do musically? She actually has she seen you play? Yeah, yeah, one time. Yeah, but um, she just let me be me. You know, uh -huh. let me like do your thing, do your thing. Even that makes you happy, go there. But um. I got a good relationship with my mom, and and I'm never like have a problem with this. Like mm. you decide to do this, do it. That's an interesting thing because, um, I mean, I grew up differently. My, I didn't. Really, I mean, I, my mom and I have a great relationship now, but it was a lot different when I was a child. And it's strange because, I mean, even before, like my mom kicked me out when I was 16, but she still. Um, would go see me play. I mean, she bought me my first amp and stuff like that. I actually still have the same cabinet, uh, bass cabinet that she bought me when I was 15. And it's, um, so it's like, she's been very supportive, but a lot of it, I feel like might've been coming from a place of guilt. You know, she, she saw maybe, um, I don't know, like the, the issues that, that kind of made themselves apparent in my childhood and felt bad. Um, and then like, but, it, but my mom would go see me play. She's seen most of my bands play and she's, and she, and she loves you and she loves most yeah. of my bandmates. She's always asking, how's Jung and how's, you know, she even knows like how, you know, Marcel from Das Oath, she knows him, you know, she, she calls him Vinny or something like that. Cause he, <laughs> you know, but like she, you know, and she knows like um, Gabe really well and stuff, but um you know, like, 
I'm so grateful that I that I have that. And it's funny because when people like, you know, they'll interview me and say like, um, what are your influences? And like one of the first things that I always would say is like my mom, you know, yes. that's like one of my influences, the good and the bad. I mean, I love my mom um, unconditionally, you know, but it but well. she she brings that in me, but I, you would have to say the same thing, I, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we all got like bad and good experience with, sure. with parenthood, I guess. And that makes you do this. If I think if uh-huh. everything was perfect, I would be in a doctor right now. <laughs> My father was a doctor and he wants me to do it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just society makes you be like this and, and family a little bit and Nobody is. There's a lot of people doing music, but no, not all of them got like um like a bad situation. And I'm not gonna say I live like a like a horrible childhood. You know, I, I remember good things. I remember bad things. And I don't know. But it makes you who you are. <laughs> yeah, and, you of know, course, yeah, it makes me yeah. who I am. I mean, I remember like the only thing I I really hated was I got a good relationship with my dad too and my mom. But I remember they fought all the time like bad uh-huh. like what the fuck they they fucking hate each other huh oh. but they've been together for 15 years 50 yeah. years 50 50, 50 years wow. but they really hate each other and i remember like leaving in that kind of environment it's uh-huh. kind of like what the fuck like whoa they they and they fucking fought i remember like bad do you think that that screaming and yelling all the time and we're like what the fuck do you think that made it um you know like how do you feel like what like what raised you like for me i'll say like punk raised me you know uh, for me for me the, i think the streets and, and, and society i'm not gonna feel like well i've been i came from the streets but it's really, no I, of course it's really my, my neighborhood because uh-huh. i've been around there walking and 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 a couple of friends like really playing music and I'm like I want to play in a band. Yeah. I want to start how to know to play guitar and I want to do oh this and I start by oh I know this band and my I got a, this cousin who loves music and I remember he showed me I was really really young and he put me this like VHS from the wall from Pink Floyd the mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck is this. <laughs> I really don't like Pink Floyd now. At that point, for me, it was like holy, all the, the the, the cartoons sure. were there, and 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 I saw. I, I I don't even understand what what happened with with Bob Keldorf do all these like neo Nazi thing, and he used the the shave and all this stuff. I was like, what? I, I like no. What what is that? Yeah. And all the music and the screams and and in that. And, and and that was one of my my things. I saw that and I was like, "Whoa, I I want to understand what it is." And they showed me this other. It was a a, a beta. You remember yeah. the beta, yeah, yeah. yeah cassette. And, and, <laughs> I, and I saw synchronicity, uh-huh. synchronicity from police. Uh, police, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, I want to do this. You wanted to be like Sting, huh? No, I, I actually <laughs> it was weird because my I, I I was really really focused on the drummer. Whoa, okay. And, um, He's a great drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Stephen Copeland, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I remember I was like, "What?" And it was really kid. It was really young. And and then I I started like buying cassettes and some records uh-huh. and stuff. And bam, that's it. It's like a drug. If you're into it, that's it. You never sure. escape. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of like like music, but just from the on the surface. But if you go if 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 
the music hits you really, really, really in your heart or real deep in, in you, you're you're done. You're gonna yeah. do music and you're gonna hear music their whole life. That's how it happens to me. Even if it was shitty music. <laughs> if it's <laughs> shitty, you might not know it's shitty though. Yeah, at uh. that point you're gonna say, Whoa, the drummer is insane or uh. like the music but then you grow up and it's like, What the fuck? I was listening to this record. Huh. I mean I'm not gonna say the wall is bad but But you're a kid, you have always have bad taste in music. <laughs> you remember? We were talking about like when you when you're like kids and then you grow up and so yeah, like what uh, the fuck? It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, I was obsessed with KISS, but for the wrong reasons, you know. I yeah, liked for it. the for the makeup yeah, and all this stuff. Was like so a kid. Cool. Yeah. Of course. And then I heard that song Beth and I realized that they're garbage. Yeah. Oh, dude. Every, like, there, it, was, it was really there to me they were really mis misleading because I'd seen KISS. You know, so many times, and then when I heard it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Or like the Grateful Dead, you know, there was like some psychedelic. There was like Pink Floyd that was really trippy, and then I'd never. I just saw Grateful Dead and associated with LSD and these big acid things. Yeah. And then when I finally heard it, I was like, "What?" It's like driving my train. I was like, "Well, I was expecting like <laughs> all this weird stuff." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes, it's like just like rock. Yeah, you found some records like, and you saw the cover, and it's like, whoa, this is looks like crazy. And then you play mm -hmm. the record, and like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, weird. so it's that's interesting because for me it was like, I remember like discovering, well, like the Sex Pistols, but like even like more obscure like Sig Sig Sputnik or the Cramps or something where you're like, where you do see it, and you're like, as a kid, I was like, holy shit, everything about this is fascinating. What yeah. what was that for you though? What did you what was the one? Obviously, Pink Floyd didn't grab you like that. What was the one thing we were like? This is it. I don't know. I think I remember I was in, at my cousin's house and he was a, a, a kind of like a punk, and he played me the birthday party. Hands up, who wants to die? One time, and I was like, Oh, this is not good. <laughs> like this is this is this is crazy. Uh -huh. This is not like no. This is not like ordinary. Or like when when the first time I heard like like Cabaret Voltaire or bands like that, it was like what? No, this is the devil. Like real thing, uh -huh. not Kiss. Because I remember people say like Kiss, they are like satanic band, and and they were mm -hmm. talking about love and, and like drinking beer or something like yeah, that. Uh -huh. And then I saw this like rage on these bands like all obscure and stuff, and I was like what? No. So you were you thought it was bad because for me when no I saw bad, it, no bad it just cursed me a little bit oh. but it was fascinating you know oh, at the same sure. time so you were enthralled with yeah, everything it's, it's, about it it cursed me but at the same time I'm like no I don't want to stop hearing this uh -huh. you know uh -huh. and 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 but it's like that and then like show me like ministry and stuff like uh -huh. that and I was like holy shit this is not skinny puppy uh -huh. something like that and, and okay and then PIL and and all these bands you know and it was crazy. And then you you start decide what do you like you know like oh, okay this is sound like like not that good like this band uh -huh. and, oh but this is better than this band and now you start like become a like a, a critic is yeah it? sure a, a critic of of your own like perception of music sure a snob yeah snob yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah because we're we're you're like super young and you talk with another kids you're like you know this band and then oh I don't know that band Pfft, I know that band and, yeah you know you're all the time and then like now. I don't care what I'm hearing. I, I just hear something and say, "Well, that's good." I'm like, dude, but you play in a in a punk band. I'm like, I'm keep a fuck. I like this one, mm -hmm. you know, like th this track, I like, mm -hmm. or or that track, 
Like, I don't know. It's just stuck in my head. Another thing, too, that maybe this is going to derail where we're going, or maybe not, but it's interesting to think about this because I, 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 you as a musician um, and an artist, um, it there's this, like, I think Gabe was interviewed, um, Gabe Serbian, and they asked him um, about, like, what hardcore bands he likes, and he said, I don't listen to hardcore, I just play it. And I feel like maybe that way about... I think maybe you have that same kind of mindset because I, when when I listen to your your style of drumming, it seems there it's funky and weird and like in a good way, you know, and and abstract and not approached like a a, nor, a normal mus, musician would playing that kind of music. Yeah, because um, it's just weird you you bring this up because when I when I started playing drums, it, I wasn't a drummer. I I play guitar in 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 previous bands of Meg Laser, but or drummer like missed uh, like um, like four or five rehearsals. He said like, no, I cannot go. And and we and we got the we got the um, the necessity to start doing music. Uh-huh. And I remember uh, the bass player at that point told me like, can you play drums? And I say no, <laughs> but I can try. So we started to rehearse, and then I know the drum beat, but I'm not considering myself as a drummer. And then I became a drummer, uh-huh. but I, I think and so I, I, that's why probably I'm 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 not like a like a legit drummer or like my drum beats are not like a because I'm a, I'm a, a how do you say like a feeling drummer uh-huh. like I just feel beat and it's like oh this is that's it uh-huh. but it's wrong dude and you're playing but well, I don't know but that's the way I think sure. it fits yeah of course and that's what I'm saying and the thing is like I, when I start playing drums. I had to sing at the same time. Uh-huh. So I was singing and drumming at the same time. And wow. it was weird. But um, that's probably that's why um, that kind of thing affect the way I play drums. Because I'm not like I'm not I'm not considered like myself as a real drummer. Because I have I know a couple of friends I know and they're like a killer drummers, like a real good drummers. And huh. I was like, I'm never gonna play drums like that. But I can sit there for sure and make something if fits. Yeah. If fits, it makes something like um, I don't know. I think you're a fantastic drummer, but <laughs> you're also you. very theatrical too. You know? Yeah, that's uh, animated. A right? performer, yeah. like you, yeah, more than uh, which I think is important too. You know? Yeah, of course, of course, because I saw so many good drummers and they don't, and they don't give you nothing uh-huh. live. You got a drummer and he's gonna be killing it, but you're gonna be like, oh, that's so boring. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you saw a drummer who did like some specific thing, not like a big deal, but you're watching him killing it, like moving and sweating, and you're gonna be like, boom, that guy is fucking killing the whole thing. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like you say, JP, it's like, it's two things. To be a, a like amazing drummer can be like a killer and then like a, a real like animated drummer, and he's gonna be a, a killer. Yeah. You know, he's gonna be an awesome drummer. Because this all of both things together are like a magic. Sure. With silent, it's the same thing. I can stand there and try to sing, and trying to do my best vocal thing, without moving, without getting getting tired, you know. To so I can breathe and sing, but for me, it's boring. Mm-hmm. Just want to sweat and spit and to feel the thing and to to show the people how it feels. No, but there's a thing that happens though. I, I, I mean, at least for me, like I always, I'd always say this to like, I don't know, people that I would play with. Like, 
uh, you, you you wait for the first snare hit of the set, and and once that snare hits, starts yes. But you, it's like a, it's like a time machine, or like a it's like a, a wormhole or a black hole, and you come out on the other side, yeah. And 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 everything in between that is um, is irrational. And, sh- and, and yeah, also shadows. Sure. Yeah. When when it starts, when the first note starts, boom boom. That's it. It's crazy because you go into this dimension inside yeah. you. That's what I feel. Is a as a, a dimension, and you go inside yourself, huh. and you're doing it. And I, and and I remember, well, people tell me, but I I I when I start to play, and I grab people and and do stuff and say, you did this, like really, like, yeah, because you're really focused on uh-huh. what you're doing, and 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 that's the the beauty of it. Uh-huh. Because if you have some like problems, or like stress for something there for this 20 minutes, you're just that thing. The 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 the, the thing is inside you. Just come out, and it's like like if you do how you say like a you when you put um if you change. I don't know how to say it. Uh, when when you, when you got like uh, your skin and you're like. Uh huh. Like inside out or something. Inside out. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like this moment when you're inside out. Uh-huh. Boom. Like this. It's another stuff. It's coming out, and uh-huh. then pff, you're back. And uh-huh. like, oh yeah, I did it. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. What, what do you think? It's cool. And it's like yeah. Yeah. yeah what happens? It's like yeah, cool. What do you think? It was cool. And they're like yeah, that was you killing it there. Like really? Uh-huh. I don't know. That's it. But huh. that that's, that's, it's good. You know that that means you're really focused on what you're doing. Yeah. Maybe too, like for me, like I, I always find, um, it's it, this is an interesting thing too because when I was playing with um, Brian Evans, um, who was in Retox, oh yeah, he um, he had this like competitive nature in him, and I think because he was um, a drummer that would go and um, he was like a gospel drummer, mm-hmm. gospel chops, and like he would kind of have these like these sheds where they would like compete, and I remember him having this conversation with Joseph, with Joey Karam, you know from the Locust, and um. Yeah. And, and and Joey was very adamant about making his point that that there shouldn't be um, a, c- a competitive element with with no. with sh- a show, you know. And I get it if you like if a band is a bunch of assholes and you you want to fucking you know rip harder than them. But like it was a it was a weird kind of thing. And I already kind of I saw both sides of it already. But it was interesting like um, conversation. So he would say like, why do you need to compete? Because, um, you, you should, you're, you're all comrades. You should all feel the same. And I mean, I feel that when, when retox is on towards silent, it wasn't like we have to be better than them. It's like, you know, we're doing this together. Like we're here for one or many reasons. And we're here as one thing though, you know, and it yeah. was a very interesting thing, but I, I noticed it like earlier, um, on when the locust toured with, um, Airborne radar and lightning bolt on the oops tour there was um with lightning bolt they they had this um sort of sense of competition and 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 they were like very opposed to bands that were other two-piece bands or they were very opposed to having having to play um before uh, Airborne radar things like that and i and i and i was very turned off by that negativity you know because I, I thought like man I, I mean for me I was like I'm in the Locust and we're so stoked to play with Lightning Bolt and Airborne Radar I don't and, and then like but then like oh then Hella's gonna play too or Orthodom's gonna play too and they're both rad two piece bands but Lightning Bolt was like against it and I was like this is weird because we're all the same or of the same you know uh, Train. something yeah and it, yeah I mean really. to, to us is is different of, of course we, we, we want to perform like 
the best we can every night. But it's not like competition, you know? We're doing our stuff, and other bands are doing their stuff. It's not uh, the same. Sure. So just do the better you can. For yourself. For yourself, for uh -huh. your band, for your friends who are playing with you. Mm -hmm. And even when, when, like you say, and like, I don't want to be like more like, like animated than my drummer or my, mm -hmm. no, we're a complement together. Sure. Uh -huh. we, every piece in the band has to be level 11. Yeah. In like each one. But everything has to be, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be competition, it should be inspirational. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm, that's, with all the other happens to me. I was drumming, and if I felt kind of like tired or something, I remember I saw you like, like screaming and jumping and stuff, or Nathan ribbing in, and I was like, ew, I have to put more effort on it. Uh -huh. No more like, oh, they're, they're winning, or like, no, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I just want to be the whole thing looking like, fantastic sure. or sounding crazy or or i mean even in all other too i would look over and see you playing and like i would see you like destroying an electronic drum set and i would just be like oh my god it's fucking crazy he's doing that and then it comes out of me like ah, i'm gonna just do this other crazy thing too and like you know i just you know that's a compliment yeah like a real like, but like, but it wasn't like even like a but i don't even think i was able to consciously like go oh i'm thinking this it was just like no. uh like energy was like exchanged yeah that's you know? that's, a, that's the best thing uh -huh. when you when you when you give some energy to the guys from your band members uh -huh. like bandmates and you're like bow it's magic yeah like everybody's jumping and screaming and uh -huh. doing the thing and it's beautiful when you saw bands like that when they have that connection that's just i wish everybody had that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw some bands. They're they're yelling each other, and uh -huh. you're doing it wrong, and stuff like uh -huh. that. They're like, oh, dude, you don't. Just leave it and let things happen. Thanks for listening to Colton Culture. Um, that was our episode three with Yung Sing. Uh, stay tuned for future podcasts, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.